In today's episode, yeah, it's actually a pretty big deal that Zion is traveling with the team, plus the Lakers are the 11th seed. What are the chances they actually missed the playoffs? And let's also revisit that Anthony Davis trade just a little bit. It's the Wednesday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday, and uh, not a good day if you're a Laker fan, but a very good day if you are a Pelicans fan. We got some good Zion news, the Lakers lost Sign us up for that. And it's game day where they're hopefully, probably going to get a win against the Portland Trailblazers. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free, available wherever you get your podcasts uh, on YouTube as well. Tell a friend about the show, subscribe, and leave a five-star review with a comment. And again, thank you. Everyone's been tuning in recently. It's been a lot of fun, and it's a fun time to be a Pelicans fan. So let's dive into the big Zion news. This came out as it was reported first by The Athletic, Will Guillory and Sham Sharania, that Zion is traveling with the team. He is going to be on this four-game road trip for the New Orleans Pelicans. This is kind of big, to be perfectly honest. It sounds like it isn't, right? Guy, guy travels with the team, but he's under contract for him, plays for News at 11. But there's actually more to this. You know, when, it was, when Zion first came back from Portland, well, so before that, Before he went away to Portland to rehab by himself, he had stopped going on road trips. He wasn't around the team at all, really, even though he had been in New Orleans. And if you've been listening to the show for a long time and listened to some of those episodes, I kept pointing out he wasn't on the bench with the team. And then all of a sudden was, oh, hey, he's not around the team at all anymore, and he's just going to go off and do his own thing. And so you kind of signaled something a little bit bad there. Now that he's back in New Orleans... When he first came back, it was reported that he wouldn't be traveling with the team. You know, and frankly, there isn't a ton of reason for him to, right? You can do all of the work, the training, the rehab, what have you, back at the team facility. There's no need to be on the road, getting on and off planes, walking more on that foot, you know, all of that stuff. You don't need to do that. But the fact that he is, is a good sign for a couple of reasons. One, it does mean that foot is okay. And he's going to be working with trainers and the team while they're on this road trip. But there's an even bigger reason why this road trip and him being part of the team and going there is such an important thing. It's the team chemistry side of this. You know, we mentioned and I mentioned that the biggest thing about him coming back to New Orleans is not so much that he's going to practice or anything like that. Like we don't expect him to play this year, even though maybe there's a chance he could. It was more just to get him around this really fun atmosphere with the team. Get him around all of these guys who are having the time of their lives, it looks like. Look at how happy they were for Jose Alvarado. The chemistry, the vibes, through the roof of my hotel room here in Los, in Los Angeles, of all places. And 
we, we wanted that, right? If there was ever a way to get him to start to buy in more and mend the relationship with the team, it's going to be him being kind of a part of this atmosphere and really feeling the love and wanting to be a part of this. Maybe that's starting to come to fruition. Again, he doesn't need to go on the road. He doesn't need to be living out of a hotel instead of his home, getting on and off planes. You know, that stuff, I tell you, it's not always the most glamorous thing, right? Kind of sucks. I'd rather be at home. But it's what you do. And he doesn't need to be doing this. But he wants to. He is. That's a very positive sign for him to start to buy in and to start to kind of get in with this team in a way that maybe he wasn't before. And now that he's starting to, is that something that can mend this relationship with the franchise and maybe just create a harmonious situation going forward? The other thing that I think is is kind of big on this is, you remember that CJ McCollum had that dinner with Willie Green and Brandon Ingram before, right after the All-Star break, they got to Phoenix, they were there a little bit early, and they went to a team dinner, and they've had other team dinners since then, and it's brought the team really close together. Well, New Orleans is in Portland tomorrow, tonight, for the game. Then they're going to be in L.A. for a game Friday and Sunday. They're not flying back from L.A. to or wherever they're supposed to go next. I don't have the schedule in front of me here. They're going to have a team dinner uh, that Sunday night or over one of those games, I believe. And Zion's now going to get to be a part of that team dinner. Again, we've seen that those have done wonders for New Orleans in bringing people together that these guys are ordering more wine, ordering dessert, and having the absolute best time with each other. And so now Zion's going to get to take part in one of those team dinners. I don't know. I actually find that significant and something that's going to be rather important for this team. The other game on the road trip is against the Sacramento Kings. I think that's big, that they're going to do that and that he's going to be a part of that. So again, yeah, News at 11, guy on the team travels with the team. Eh, when you know everything that's going on around Zion and following as closely as you have, you know that this is significant. And so I think it's really important that he's going to be around the group, that he's going to be at that team dinner that seems to do wonders for this Pelicans team. Speaking of a team that's not doing wonders, the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's talk about them in the next two segments. Let's look at the Lakers. They're out of the playoffs right now. What are the chances they actually miss it entirely? And what does that mean for New Orleans? And then let's revisit the Anthony Davis trade a little bit. So that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will, too. It's super easy to use. You just pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. It's not someone with a wall of screens, a fancy algorithm doing machine learning or whatever to beat you. You see the numbers above that or below that. Put your sports knowledge to the test. And it's so easy that entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Plus, it's safe and they offer fast withdrawals. So use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. And they have any sort of prop you can think of. Point scores, rebounds, steals. And they don't just offer the NBA. They also have options for college basketball, college football in the NFL when they're in season. We're getting baseball back soon, soccer, MMA, and more. So for a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. 
you're going to get $50 for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point, but you must use promo code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available for Locked On fans. Sign up today. Use promo code NBA for $50 for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. Now, for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. You can't get all the context from a box store. You need a little bit more than that. That is where the Locked On Now podcast is going to do it under 10 minutes for you. All right, let's talk about <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers. I, I feel well-versed in this topic. I've actually gone on a couple of Lakers podcasts recently, including Locked On Lakers, and they said, go get in their comments on YouTube. They're, they're, well, they're willing to weather the storm uh, that they said they deserve. They don't think this team's good. And I also went on the Anthony Irwin show, which is part of SB Nation, and he's actually the f- previous host of Locked On Lakers, a guy I like a lot, too. Um, neither of those shows... <laughs> Are, are happy with the Lakers right now. And they just got smoked. I have the Clippers jazz game on right here next to me. But they got smoked by the Dallas Mavericks. No Anthony Davis, no LeBron James. And that loss drops them into a tie with the San Antonio Spurs for the 10th seed in the Western Conference. And that means, because the Spurs have the tiebreaker, that they are out of the playing tournament right now. This is, this is big. This is actually very, very big. And it's mainly because, and you probably, you may know this by now, probably know this by now, the Pelicans get the Lakers pick if it falls out of, or if it falls into the top 10. The way the standings are, and the New York Knicks actually doing well right now somehow, they've won four in a row, and the Washington Wizards being okay as they continue their march towards the end of the season, the Lakers are tied with the San Antonio Spurs for the eighth worst record in the NBA right now. So as things stand today, if the season ended, the Pelicans are in a good position to get that Lakers pick. Imagine New Orleans wins the play-in tournament and and gets into the postseason and also gets a top and, and gets the eighth pick in this upcoming draft. This draft's not great. I don't know if you're going to be picking from a bevy of great choices over there at eight, but it's a tradable asset, right? You want to move on from Devontae Graham, try and upgrade, package him in the eighth spot or in the eighth pick. What could you get? Probably something kind of decent. So this looms large for New Orleans. And when you look at the strength of schedule remaining, the Lakers aren't in a good spot necessarily. They have out of some of these teams here remaining, they have a tougher strength of schedule than basically anyone. It's second or third, depending on where you look, toughest going forward. They don't really have easy games. They have the Oklahoma City Thunder, who've beaten them twice. They'll probably win that game over the Thunder, though. They play New Orleans on Friday. That's 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 basically it. And I don't know if the Pelicans are easy for that Lakers team right now. The San Antonio Spurs, by by contrast actually are in a pretty good spot when it comes to their schedule. It's not nearly as hard. It's hard, but it's not nearly as hard as the Lakers are. And they get two games against Portland, who's just blatantly tanking. If you're Los Angeles and you lose LeBron for a little bit more, it doesn't sound like he's going to play against the Utah Jazz. And maybe Anthony Davis is going to make his return against the Pelicans. 
you don't get them back right away, that team is is very, very realistically potentially like out of the playoffs. I don't want to call it just yet. We've seen LeBron be LeBron, and I don't like going against some of those types of guys. It's also kind of one of the reasons why I don't go against Popovich, and those two are at odds here. But there's a very realistic possibility they're not going to be in there. The, these guys aren't good, right? You have Russell Westbrook feuding with media after the game. You have Stanley Johnson being like, yeah, I mean, we can't give up. And, I, I, you know, of course not. But it's not like he's good, right? We know this from firsthand experience here. You know, no one on that team is great. Westbrook's been a mess this season. You know, they they easily could be dead in the water here. So as much as I really didn't want to watch that game on national TV, on TNT, because I'd rather have watched that really good game between Giannis and Embiid, it's still fun to see the Lakers lose because of the draft pick. And it very realistically could be heading to New Orleans at this point. The Lakers still have games against the Suns, the Warriors who are struggling, the Jazz who are up 23 right now when I'm recording, and twice against the Denver Nuggets. That's rough. That's rough. You're going to lose to the Suns. Maybe, depending, you can beat the Golden State Warriors. I don't know about the Jazz. I don't know about the Nuggets. They might, of those one, two, three, four, five tough games, be looking at one in four. You add a Pelicans loss in there, you're one in five. They could be, and then a win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's two and five to end the season. Is San Antonio going to do worse than that? They're probably going to get at least two wins against the Portland Trailblazers. They easily also could beat the Golden State Warriors. They're in a good position to pip the Lakers, maybe by a game or maybe based on the tiebreaker alone. But I think it's very realistic now that the Lakers could be on the outside looking in. And that's a disaster for them. I don't know where they go from there if that's the case with the Pelicans getting their pick. Let's talk about that part of it, though, for the Lakers and kind of take a quick little big picture look at the Lakers overall and that Anthony Davis trait. Have the scales shifted of that in the Pelicans' favor or did the Lakers still win that? That's what we're going to talk about coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. I have these in my bag here. I keep them on these uh, trips for work that I take. When I need a snack, and instead of just going for junk food or buying some crap at the airport, I can reach into my bag and grab a Built Bar and eat something healthy for me that still satisfies that sugar cravings or all those urges that you have. Because Built Bar is awesome tasting, and they're just good for you. I don't know what else to say. You've got to give these things a try. If you eat a protein bar, these are not like your normal protein bar. They taste like a candy bar. They're not dense. They're not chalky and dry. The consistency is great. They have unbelievably delicious flavors. The mint brownie is basically mint chocolate chip ice cream and awesome. Salted caramel tastes and feels like a candy bar with the way it's made and all built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and have you tried the puffs bars and if you haven't you're missing out on one of the best tasting built bars puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow they're fluffy they're light it's like it's unlike any other protein bar you've ever had so go to built.com scroll down to the macros chart and you're going to be blown away most bars contain 130 calories 4 grams sugar 4 net carbs and 17 grams of protein compare that to what you're eating now 
Built Bar is going to taste better and be better for you. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Built.com. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. We're here Monday through Friday breaking it all down for you. Anyone else doing that? Subscribe wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. So when I went on Locked On Lakers, they asked me a question. You know, they're very down, very down, as they should be. On this Lakers team, I think I think the media that covers them is waiting for this season to end too. They asked me a question, you know, do I who who won the trade? You know, they've traded away or lost some of the pieces, right? Josh Hart's not here anymore. Lonzo Ball's not here anymore. But you know, Josh Hart was included in a trade for C.J. McCollum, and some of the picks have been used a little bit. One of them going to Memphis in the deal that brought Jonas Valanciunas back. So in a sense, you could also look at that trade and it's still TBD on some of it as Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Valanciunas, and a little bit of TBD stuff. You know, does that kind of tip the scales of this trade for Anthony Davis? Partially because all Lakers fans are down on Anthony Davis right now. And I think the national media narrative, national media, yeah, national media narrative has changed about him a little bit, right? I think we've just kind of decided on who he is. You know, we had a lot of rose-colored glasses on when we talked and looked at him. But I'd say in New Orleans, and it, this applies to L.A. too, when you look at his play and the impact he has in games, right, he always left you wanting a little bit more. We tried to kind of wave that away here in New Orleans. The Lakers fans are trying to wave it away too. But he always feels like he's 90% of where he should be. That 90%, don't get me wrong, is a tremendous player. But the injuries have hampered him, and those aren't always his fault, right? It's just a lot of freak injuries that there's nothing you can really do about it. He jumps and lands on Rudy Gobert's foot and rolls his ankle badly. Like, what do you, you know, whatever, right? That's not really his fault. So some of the stuff holding back him back is not his fault, but has he grown as a player? He hasn't become a very consistent good shooter or anything like that outside of a bubble postseason. And that's it. He is who he is, which is a damn good basketball player, but clearly not a guy who's a number one. And that seemed to be the plan in L.A. Trade for him, have him play alongside LeBron, and then kind of transition him to being the number one guy on the team. But that seems like it would be a bad idea to do. And so has that kind of shifted the scales of that trade between the Lakers and the Pelicans for Anthony Davis? And I'll give you the answer here that I gave on Locked On Lakers. The Lakers still won that trade. They won a championship, okay? That's what your goal is. They traded for him to get a title, and they got a title. They're going to win that trade, unless New Orleans gets a title, or makes, I'll even take the NBA Finals, could maybe even it out. But, and there's a big but to this, it feels almost disappointing if the Lakers walk away from the LeBron James, Anthony Davis era with just one title. It feels like they did not accomplish nearly as much as they should have. They mortgaged the future. And you got a really nice home for like a year. Two years, maybe. And that's it. And then you got to get out of there. And depending on how they blow it up, and I don't think they should trade LeBron or Anthony Davis at all, they're potentially, if they try, if it's like blow it up, you're looking at them being irrelevant for at least five years once they blow it up. That's how 
rough it's going to be because they don't have assets. They don't have picks, things like that. Maybe you get picks back in those deals if you trade those guys, but you're hoping that those players you draft with those picks turn out to be as good as LeBron or Anthony Davis. And the chances of that happening are very slim. So they might have won the trade by getting that title, but then they might go 10 years of just being bad. That's a long time for that team. That's not a good situation or position to be in. And then you look at New Orleans, who feels to be on the rise. You have an all-star in Brandon Ingram, a really good second player in C.J. McCollum. There's still Zion eventually to add to this team, too. There's a chance that New Orleans could eventually uh, pass the Lakers in this deal, particularly if they make an NBA Finals. But at one point, while the trade gulf might have been like, there we go, like this, it's probably closer to here now. And basically, the only thing really propping this up for the Lakers is that title. But again, if we evaluate this 10 years down the line and we go, oh, wow, you know, the Lakers did get the title basically in that like first year. It was in the first year of that trade. And then we're terrible for 10 years after that. Was that totally worth it if New Orleans has seven playoff years or something along those lines? It's a valid question to ask and to start thinking about and I think that is a way we can start to look at this trade right now and then who knows what those other picks and stuff are used for so while I still think the Lakers have won this trade it's a lot closer than it initially looked to be which is credit to New Orleans and what they're building here all right that's going to do it for this episode of locked on pelicans thank you all very much for listening enjoy the game tonight we'll recap that tomorrow talk about what we saw cj mccullum the homecoming return game so thank you for making locked on pelicans your first listen every day now make your second listen locked on nba i'm on there today Lockdown experts covering the biggest stories around the nba every monday through friday in less than 30 minutes it's free available wherever you get your podcasts as always i'm your host jake madison at nola jake on twitter and i'll be back with you all tomorrow